Good morning. County supervisors and Leesburg council members got together this week to talk money, metro, and taxes. But of course, there's something else going on just outside Leesburg town limits right now. A new stadium for a new professional soccer team. So yeah, it came up. For Friday, January 26th, it's your Loudon Now Morning Minute. You and thousands of other people listen to the Morning Minute every day. It's trusted, it's personal, and you take it with you wherever you go. So if you've got a business, why not advertise on the Morning Minute and reach the thousands of people listening right alongside you wherever they are. Get in touch at loudonnow.com advertise or email us at sales at loudonnow.com. That's loudonnow.com advertise or sales at loudonnow.com. Thanks for being with us. I'm Rince Green. Yes, the County Board of Supervisors and the Leesburg Town Council held a special meeting together this week, and some things were bound to come up. That includes, of course, plans for a 5,000-seat stadium at Philip A. Bullen Memorial Park. The park is just outside the town boundary across Sicklin Road from it, actually, uh, over at Leesburg Executive Airport, and borders the town to the south. The county government is drawing up a deal to bring the soccer stadium, four more soccer fields, and the D.C. United headquarters there to the park. The idea has gotten protests from people living inside town limits in the Kincaid Forest neighborhood, which is bisected by Kincaid Boulevard. Here's the deal on that. Kincaid Boulevard, once it is open to through traffic, will connect Bolin Park to Battlefield Parkway via Cross Trail Boulevard, so people living in Kincaid Forest are worried it will be a major point of access to the park. The only other access to Bolin Park is Sicklin Road. If you're not super familiar with the roads south of Leesburg, Battlefield Parkway is big and busy, Sicklin Road is busy, and only two lanes. Cross Trail Boulevard has some missing links, but once it's finished, it will connect Route 7 directly to Bolin Park. The county finished building Kincaid Boulevard years ago, but the Leesburg Town Council has resisted opening it to through traffic until construction is done on the missing links of Cross Trail Boulevard, because then, of course, there will be a connection straight from 7 to Bolin Park. Anyway, Leesburg Mayor Kelly Burke said the impact of the stadium on Kincaid Forest would be dramatic. And we're going to have to have a commitment from the, the the county that these roads, if you're going to bring that stadium, there's a responsibility you need to make sure that those roads are, um, are, are going to carry that traffic. Today, the county plans to fund construction of the last section of Cross Trail Boulevard in fiscal year 2020, which begins July 2019. But if the D.C. United deal goes through, the second division pro team at that stadium will be required to start playing in spring 2019. County Administrator Tim Hemstreet said he expects the county board will be talking about moving that funding up a year. And some county supervisors, it should be said, have argued the impact of a game at the stadium would be no greater than any busy day at Bowen Park, which already has 17 fields for various sports. Go to loudonnow.com slash morning minute to check out the whole story. In other news, the driver who struck and killed an infant being pushed in a stroller through a Lansdowne crosswalk in 2016 was given the maximum sentence under the law yesterday. For reckless driving and failure to yield to pedestrians in a crosswalk, both misdemeanors, John Miller IV was sentenced to a year in jail and $2,750 in fines. 
He pled no contest to both of those last year. Prosecutors dropped a more serious charge of manslaughter, saying the evidence did not support the aggravating factors, such as cell phone use, required to prove that charge. The sentencing came after two days of emotional testimony by the Schultz family. Mindy Schultz was pushing her infant son Tristan through the crosswalk in a stroller when Miller struck them with his Jeep, injuring Mindy and killing Tristan. County Circuit Court Judge Douglas L. Fleming pointed to the emotional victim impact statements and Miller's plea in handing down the maximum sentence. He said by not contesting the reckless driving charge, Miller was admitting to driving without regard for public safety. That disregard, he said, resulted in the most dire consequences possible. He said those who drive without regard for the safety of others must understand their liberty is at stake and said the sentence should be viewed as a cautionary lesson to people in the community. Commonwealth's attorney Jim Plowman had requested the maximum sentence but said even with the 12-month sentence, Miller would likely only serve six months because of early release policies for good behavior. He pointed out that those 182 days would equate to only a few more days than Tristan lived. Miller's attorney, Stephen Webster, had asked Fleming not to impose jail time but instead impose a sentence of probation, mandated community service, and a fine. Both attorneys agreed that the evidence showed Miller did not see Tristan and his mother in the crosswalk. Webster said Miller's view of the crosswalk was likely obscured either by a car in front of him or the Jeep Cherokee driver's side A pillar. Before the sentencing, Miller read a prepared statement saying not a day goes by that he does not think about the accident and the Schultz family. Plowman said he believed this case shows a gap in the law between reckless driving and manslaughter. And although the Schultz family did not make a public statement after the sentencing, they did pass along a message through Plowman. They wanted you to know that, that they get no pleasure out of uh, sentencing today. They get no, there's no celebration. Um, they are just happy that, that there is finally accountability uh, for Tristan's death but they're not celebrating. Switching over to Middleburg, for the first time in more than 26 years, the town of Middleburg will seek an election for mayor with more than one name on the ballot. Councilman Mark Snyder in Trowbridge Littleton and Vincent Batowell, chairman of the town's Economic Development Advisory Committee, have all thrown their hats in the ring. Mayor Betsy Davis has decided not to run for a seventh consecutive term. Snyder has been a town council member since 1998 and works in the Northrop Grumman Corp's Information Security and Identity Management Access Operations Department. He said his campaign is focused on maintaining residents' water rates and finding a way to run town council meetings more efficiently. But Toll, aside from chairing the town's Economic Development Advisory Committee, is the co-founder of the lead consulting company Above Green. He said his campaign is focused on keeping the town from becoming over-commercialized, lowering water rates, eliminating the town's business license tax, and monitoring how taxpayer money is being spent. Littleton has been on the town council since 2016. He is the president and co-founder of Helen Systems, a privately held company that provides solutions and capital for positioning, navigation, and timing technology for systems like GPS. The last time Middleburg had a contested mayoral race was 1992, when Caroline Bowersock was elected over Helen Heyer. Also, one other thing will be different about elections this year. Loudoun County General Registrar Judy Brown said a Virginia law now requires names on the ballot to be positioned in the order their paperwork was received, placing Batowell first, Snyder second, and Littleton third. 
And with one week to go before the school board is scheduled to vote on a budget request, the school board has held the first public hearing on that proposal. Next year's proposed $1,202,000,000 proposed budget would be an 8% increase in funding over this year. Superintendent Eric Williams has said more money is needed to open three new schools, serve an additional 1,500 students, provide employee raises, improve school safety, and expand full-day kindergarten to more families. Of the six people who showed up to that public hearing, three were on the board of the Loudoun Education Association, an employee advocate group of about 3,400 members. They've been pushing for raises for school employees who aren't teachers, like custodians, teacher assistants, and secretaries. They're also concerned about rising health insurance costs outpacing any pay raises. This year, the superintendent's budget calls for employees on the two most popular insurance plans to see nearly a 6% increase in premiums. In an interview with Loudon Now, School Board Chairman Jeff Morse said he has some reservations about the new things in the budget that the board did not get a heads up about before they were introduced, like ramping up security staffing and spending $3.2 million to add more counselors, social workers, and psychologists to the middle schools. He thinks there is support on the board for the bulk of the budget, including employee raises, staffing growth based on student enrollment, expanding full-day kindergarten, and the increase in services needed because of faster growth in the school system's at-risk population. The school board wrapped up its final budget work session Thursday and is scheduled to adopt the budget on February 1st. Get the full story on this and all these stories over at loudonnow.com. On today's Get Out Loudon calendar, you have got your pick of things to do tonight. Shoes, Cup, and Cork in Leesburg, right next door to us on King Street, has been resold and is open again. Resold as in shoe salts. It's a little joke to do. Anyway, they've replaced the floors, and while they were at it, they have new stuff on the menu and Virginia wines. From 4 to 7 p.m., Doug Fabioli of Fabioli Cellars will be pouring wine tastings, and the first 10 people through the door get goodie bags. The Franklin Park Arts Center in Percival will be hosting the last hand-standing comedy improv from 8 to 10 p.m. But really, the place to be tonight is at Blend Coffee Bar in Ashburn. The Get Out Loudon Community Mixer Series is back. It's a chance to get introduced to local performers and venues and support the live music scene in Loudon, which, as you know, I'm sure is amazing. Tonight, Taylor Hart will be taking the stage and will also be raising donations for the Humane Society of Loudoun County. It's at 7 p.m. at Blend Coffee Bar, and I'll see you there. Get the tickets and details for these events and check out the rest of the event's calendar at getoutloudoun.com. And if you like the Morning Minute, find one of those Coke cans with the names on them that they used to do with my name on it. That's not going to happen. And so tell your friends and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and it'll be waiting for you there every morning. Okay, have a great weekend, and have a great day. Thank you.